What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Tokenized TV podcast, where I'll be going over analysis and insights of disruption happening in the digital asset ecosystem, along with updating you guys with the most recent news. From the state of the market to decentralized finance, to NFTs, utility tokens, all the way to mass adoption, we'll be sure to cover it all here on Tokenized TV. So in today's episode, we'll be going over our weekly market update of December 5th, 2021. So if you took a look at the markets at any time throughout the week, I'm sure you saw red all across the board with especially more blood over the weekends. On Friday night, we saw lows of Bitcoin down to 42,000, while Ethereum fell down to as low as 3,500, as all the other altcoins followed a similar correction, as we've witnessed $2.5 billion liquidated. As I always say, if you're playing with leverage, watch out. The whales do still control this market to a certain extent. So was there any reason for this dip? Well, financial markets across the board are all experiencing some form of corrections. As talks about a second lockdown due to the Omicron variant has begun raising around mainstream media. As it's starting to look a bit like flashbacks of March 2020, though I personally don't believe we'll have another crash like March 2020 again, as we now have a better understanding of the scope and situation of the pandemic. We've also got to keep in mind what happened after the lockdowns as the money printer went. So while fears of the new variant likely change the market sentiment in the short term, I highly doubt it'll keep the markets down for long, especially as the majority is still anticipating the next leg up in this bull run. And not to mention the money printers haven't stopped running yet. There was also some talks of what Charlie Munger recently had to say about cryptocurrencies, going as far as saying the entire development is disgusting and wishing it had never been invented. As he states, he wants to make money by selling people things that are good for them, not things that are bad for them. Though I doubt what Charlie had to say was a catalyst behind this downturn. I wonder if Charlie and the guys at Berkshire believe one of their largest holdings, Coca-Cola, is thinking about their customers and selling things that are good for them. I mean, one can of Coca-Cola has about 39 grams of sugar in it. You tell me if that's good for their customers or not. Not to mention, cocaine and Coca-Cola had some correlations to each other back in Warren and Charlie's days. Crypto exchange FTX follows in Coinbase's footsteps and has released their own proposal of a regulatory framework for regulations in the crypto space. As six C-level officials of crypto companies will testify on December 8th for a hearing at the House Financial Services Committee. These six C-level workers consist of Sam Bankman of FTX, Brian Brooks of Bitfury, Jeremy Allaire of Circle, Alessia Haas from Coinbase, Charles Cascarlia from Paxos, and Danielle Dixon from Stellar. With some suggestions they made, such as the need for regulated trades without intermediaries, along with proposing more transparency within custodians, arguing that users should be given visibilities as to how their funds are being managed. So I personally think this could be some pretty bullish news, as this should be a sign that crypto is gradually being accepted as an asset class by these policymakers who are now working with people within the space to build out the proper framework. I mean, just the past year alone, we've seen more mainstream recognition and acceptance than ever before. With Cynthia Lumen's safe harbor proposal, along with large corporations around the world adding Bitcoin onto their balance sheets, and the amount of payment services now working to integrate crypto, such as PayPal and Visa, not to mention Bitcoin ETFs popping up around the world. And while we're talking about Bitcoin ETFs, Yet again, another spot Bitcoin ETF has been rejected by the SEC on December 1st, 
After a seven-month delay, the SEC came out rejecting yet again another spot ETF, this time by Wisdom Tree, while Canada approves another physically-backed Bitcoin ETF, this time by Fidelity. It's beginning to look like a sign of corruption, as Gensler, the chairman of the SEC, appears to be hesitant on approving an ETF for reasons other than regulations, almost if they're personal or some insiders are controlling him. Gensler did work at Goldman for 25 years. So as many financial institutions and asset managers have begun wishing to allocate capital to this new emerging asset class or just use some DeFi protocols such as Compound or Aave, they're unable to as they don't have the regulatory clarity to as most of these financial managers are limited to only investing within either bonds or equities within the New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ. So once a spot Bitcoin ETF hits one of these markets, with the amount of interest on the sidelines, well, I'm sure you guys could imagine what might happen. Just look at the price of gold after the first gold ETF was approved. Badger DAO was recently hacked for $120 million as multiple wallets on the platform were drained. They're now working with PeckShield in an investigation for the loss of funds. Unfortunately, popular crypto lending platform Celsius was a victim of this hack as they had $50 million worth of funds within the protocol, but they've since assured all client funds were kept safe from the hack. While this is quite unfortunate, I don't believe this is going to negatively impact Celsius much as... They've assured all clients' funds are safe, and well, it's not the first time one of these lending platforms seemed to have a little problem, as if you guys may remember when BlockFi was accidentally sending people hundreds of Bitcoin rather than stablecoins back in May, I think. And well, I personally believe Celsius is a pretty good platform, so I doubt this will have much of a harm on Celsius in the long term. Other news we've got in terms of some lesser-known utility projects. Hybrid crypto exchange Unison is hosting the tournament of altcoins. Is hosting the second tournament of altcoins, which Constellation won earlier this year. Winners are chosen through an aggregate bullish sentiment score, which is counted through their partnership with Lunar Crush. And Lunar Crush essentially tracks the Twitter sentiment of each and every project. The winner of the tournament will get a listing onto Unison's centralized exchange platform, along with other projects being built built on that winning platform's chain. In this round's tournament, we've got Near Protocol, Hedera Hashgraph, Avalanche, Algorand, Ethereum, Xenon, Polkadot, Crypto.com, Cosmos, Solana, Luna, Cadena, Binance, Geek, and Tezos, and one mystery competitor. Let me know who you guys think will win. I'm personally rooting for the mystery competitor. Alliance Block, which is working to build the world's first globally decentralized capital market, has launched their Testnet Dex decentralized exchange, along with their bug bounty, which became live on December 2nd. From small issues such as bug reports to exploits and potential points of failures, anyone can participate in this bounty and test the limits of this protocol to ensure the platform will be optimized for usage at launch. And a total of 300,000 ALBT tokens are reserved as rewards for those testers the testnet will be available on both the Polygon Mumbai testnet and EnergyWeb Volta testnet. Constellation Network has launched their soft node staking on the Lattice Exchange, 
an exchange built on top of Constellation's hypergraph to allow for instant and near fee-less cross-chain swaps, while also allowing the exchange to monitor and manage on-chain data. They have launched the soft staking program of Constellation's native token DAG onto the Lattice Exchange, allowing anyone with 250,000 DAG to exchange for a soft node or staking rewards with each additional 250,000 DAG worth another node. So that's pretty much all we've got for this week's updates. Lots of price action, but not a lot of news. We'll see what happens this coming week. Stay safe out there and I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.